Welcome to American Conversations again. Tonight we have Carl Sullivan, who is an Intel specialist. So tell us uh, about your background, Carl. Tell us about Carl Sullivan. Okay. Um, I uh, did 31 years in the military. Uh, most of it was East Asia focused. I'm a Korean Japanese translation business manager, owner, and uh, run. Um, so I run America's largest j such business right now. Having retired from the Navy, I have 10 kids, 14 grandkids, and wow. um, I was deployed to Afghanistan. I I was mostly East Asia, but we had a a, a great opportunity to. I was deployed 2011, 2012. Went to Afghanistan. Was in Kandahar with the 82nd Airborne doing information effects where I worked. I did some stuff can't say too much about, but it was, it was, it was a, a great experience was out with the interpreters every day. Had knew the team as well as anybody there. I think I worked with them constantly and had a, a quite an experience and grew to love them very much. So what is your take on uh, what happened in Afghanistan with the Biden administration over the last year? Oh, it's, uh, you know, for us, it's, it, it's just astonishing end of the world type of thing. It, it's, <clears throat> we could have done this better. We could have gotten out and, uh, and, and worked it. I mean, it didn't have to be like this. And when it fell, and I've been working with one guy for four years and, uh, Aziz trying to get him out and it, we've been battling the red tape, but it went red tape on steroids when, the Biden administration took over. And, uh, and then when the, when it fell, we were caught really flat footed. And we, so then I was into really trying to, he was been hiding for four years. My, one of my guys, the other one has been more recent, but same. So then we were caught trying to save their lives. And that's mm -hmm. my last two months have been trying to run a business and run a 24 hour a day operation to save people's lives. And it's completely upended everything for me. And, and, <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, have you had any successes or um, are you still battling? No, the whole group is still there. So we, I had mine and then we added others uh, as we go. So we have about 140 now that I'm hanging on to. And every one of them are heroes. And we've had four rescue attempts now. We got them on a bus on the 30th of August, uh, right there when the airport, the airport was still open. We got everybody onto a bus and we tried to get permission to get through the gates. Called uh, all, you know, frantically calling State Department, Department of Defense, watch desks, and there was no room at the end for us. And uh, they mm -hmm. wouldn't help. And, and, and so I have amazing pictures of the, the bus ride to freedom that never, never rode. And everybody was on mm -hmm. that bus. Can you share those with us, I have, Carl? I have, absolutely. I have them and they're amazing. I had the bus ride to freedom that never happened. And, uh, and so since then we had two other air, air rescue shots, uh, we had three others. The next two donors backed out at the last minute because they were scared off by, uh, I, I think they were, they were getting hints from, from government sources that, uh, they're, they're going to be illegal and, and rounded up if they donated. So at the last minute with pilots sitting in planes, ready to go, uh, to fly to, bring our people to safety our own government shot us down and then the the last time then uh there was another rescue group and they were able to get out some which was great but we just didn't 
sit high enough on the list. And uh, as we speak tonight, we're looking at another one actually, maybe here in a couple of days. So we're, we're back up. The group's kind of excited, been really down, but tonight there's a little bit of excitement for maybe another one. So that's where we're at. So this is October 20th, 2021. How many people have you been able to get out of Afghanistan and how many people do you hope to get out of Afghanistan within your operation? Zero out, 140 is the is the goal. We will work in, until everybody's out. I've said we don't stop. So we, mm -hmm. we don't rest till every every person in my group is out. Now I'm linking to other people and I'm helping them too. Uh, so, but, 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 but I'm, I'm holding on to my group and we will, we'll get them out no matter what. What's driving you? Oh, that's a great question. Um, a lot of things, I think. Um, I, I love these people individually. I know them. I knew the, in, I know interpreters. I know the Afghan people. I love the Afghan people. I love, uh, I have a lifetime of doing international stuff. I'm a Japanese Korean translator, obviously, but I love these people and, um, and, and I know them some, so I know how this, I've been working with this for a long time. So it's been uh, trying to get my one out, but I think also it's, uh, it's a military ethos. It's a, a Judeo-Christian ethos. It's, it's the old America that we all grew up in. We're not going to leave our people on the battlefield. Yeah. And, and I just I just can't believe we're doing this. It's to anybody who served a military to watch this. It, it just blows our minds that you can we can leave these people like this behind. And, and it's crushing a lot of people. I know all the way up and down the chain of command, people that are just crushed. Their spirits are crushed by this thing. And so son, how do we how do we get this? I firmly believe this uh, regime or whatever you want to call it will be removed at some point and we're going to have to rebuild how, how do we get that ethos back? Um, you know, we're, I, I'm an Academy grad. I mean, uh, I don't know your background, but um, in the military, but uh, it has to get back or, or we're in real trouble, right? Yeah. It's uh, a lot of people are afraid now. I think even mm -hmm. at the highest, we're not getting more support mm -hmm. in, in many ways because people are, are have their heads down. With the administration, you know, even I know active duty people who are terrified now and they've got their heads down trying to keep their careers. So mm -hmm. it takes courage. You have to stand up and it takes old fashioned, you know, it, it's it's what our ancestors were all about. And we have this, to remember, the best, remember that. The greatest generation would never stand down for this. Oh, my mom and dad. It, you know what? My mom and dad were opposite political. They argue all the time. My mom was the biggest, Frank, you know, Roosevelt Democrat there ever was. My dad was, it was a, you know, a Republican, you know, type of thing. And they would argue. argue they, they, they were Americans. We were Americans. Yeah. It didn't matter. Uh, and they the had a sense of matter. humor. I mean, in that oh, generation, God. they had a sense of humor. Yeah, you no one has a sense of humor anymore. My my mom and dad, my mom Irish, you know, and we we were, and I it was just constant jokes and and teasing and and uh, and we debated about everything, and then we loved each other, and now we yes. cut each other off. We 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 shut people down if they don't agree with us. It's the damnedest thing, and uh, it's it's insane. It it. Uh, so it takes courage and, and reminders, you know, and, and I, I, you know, I, I will go down with the ship. 
but I'm going to stand here and be an American and and try to teach people, you know, try to lead and, and take the, pick up the flag and run with it. How are you getting funding? Are you guys doing a lot of this yourself? Well, yeah. I mean, they, uh, uh, we're, well, tonight, tonight, to be honest, my guys are starving. Yeah. They are out of money. You're and, talking and, about in-country, Carl, right? In-country. In-country, okay. they're starving. They're, they've sold their good, their, whole, their TVs and, and radios and whatever they've got. And, and one of my guys was feeding his kid, kid, his children, bad corn today. They're literally oh. starving to death. So we're getting, we're, and we're and the Taliban are trying to catch everybody sending money. So we've been working for a couple of days now to figure out how to get money. And, and it's out of my pocket and, and, and others, uh, my, my ex Navy boss are going to be sending money over and, and, uh, we're trying to help them and we're going to do fundraiser. We're, we're a little slow in my group, probably. I'm going to start working on fundraising. We've been just focused on getting them out. And we, we thought it would be quick. You know, at, at first we thought we were going to make this work. Mm -hmm. Now we're into a long battle and they're starving. So we got to move to the next step and fundraise and, and try to keep them alive. Okay. So Carl, I think it's really important that you explain to people that when people on the outside want to help people on the inside of a foreign country. Okay. Cause Americans don't understand this. I may, understand this as a journalist todd does as a former military you do as a former military you know and todd does as a current journalist okay we're talking about theater most people don't understand what it takes inside a war zone even during transitions of governments or anything like that explain to the public and and we're not just the u.s public explain to the public globally what it takes to save people on the inside because it takes money they have to move from safe house to safe house you have to pay people you have to pay you know people who are going to get you out of the countries and things like that because i don't i i truly believe after as old as i am that people do not understand. It's not about humanitarian aid. It's about getting people to safety. Yeah, without it, we won't make it. You've got to, you've got to have money to grease kids, to do things. It's not, it, it absolutely takes, you know, the Taliban are controlling a lot of things. A lot of it is going to be bribing to get out. And, and it's going to be, uh, that's just the way it is. It's the only way out now. They've got the windows closed. And uh, I mean, we could, we could hope for some breaks like the Northern Alliance building up or, or uh, other, other things like that. But really it takes, it takes this, we don't have time. So to save these lives, we need the funding and uh, it, 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 it'll go to, uh, you know, it's going to be feeding them, feeding these people, keeping them alive. It's going to be the logistics of it. And it's going to be bribing to, to get them out. But that, that, we should have thought all of this through from the beginning. I, I, you know, for all the military planning I did and Todd, I bet you could talk like this too. I mean, years and years of military planning, we do stuff and we had backup plans, all this and that. It was all well done. This mm -hmm. thing was the worst, absolutely unbelievable. The only thing I can say is they, they planned not to plan. Yeah. They, they were planning not to plan. They were planning, well, they were planning, for, planning for failure, I believe. Yeah. They were planning for failure and that's all they wanted to get out. And, yeah. and hand it over to China or whatever their plan was. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, 
Uh, I mean, it's astonishing. Anybody who's ever military planned knows I mean, we make mistakes, but you don't you don't do it like this. I mean, it just no. it was just insane. And I get any and people are racking their brains all across, you know, the military world looking at that. I can tell you. Did you have a network? Uh, you said you've been working to get this guy out for four years, but you must have had other people on the ground that you can tap into. And well, well, with the Z, what I mean by that is we weren't trying to get him out of country. We wish we had now, but uh, uh, we were working the SIV process. State Department I see. I see. broke. Yeah. How and, did uh, that fail his situation, Carl? Because I think it's important for people to understand. I mean, at some point, there has to be an accountability. Was the yeah. State Department who had the visa program that yes. failed people like your colleague who tried to get out for the last four years? Yeah, you know, I think it's it started with the way bureaucracies go. And there's a lot, there's something going on in the government. We have the same thing. We have Navy retirees weren't paid for a year. And uh, and I flew to Millington, Tennessee and went in the back door and, and, and raised hell and, and went on TV actually. And then finally we got a letter and got paid. And, and so it's, it's, it, there's a bureaucracy thing going on. Um, and uh, uh, that was going on with him. We've had a congressman, uh, Chris Stewart from Utah has been yes. helping me. He's been mm -hmm. helping me with, with Aziz for over three years, his staffer, Elizabeth talked to her every day, practically. And, and what, despite that, despite a congressman involved, we could we we got the ball moved down the hill, but we never got his SIV approved. Um, so and then this thing. So we're working on that, working on that. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, the country fell and uh, and and then we were really behind the eight ball. So he he's the most deserving guy. And all of my people there, you have to understand these people. There's two things you need to know about Afghans. Number one, they're accomplished. They're really amazing people. They're, they're all walks of life. But my guys, I have a command sergeant major. I have a college professor. I have uh, a big biz, big time businessman. I have people who are prominent in their community and, and all these intel ops that did so many heroic things that saved our troops so many times. They're, they're accomplished and, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're deserving. They've done things that put them in harm's way in great danger and we have to we have to understand how they're going to die and they they will have served this country so so well as much as any american and and they will pay with their lives which is ridiculous it shouldn't be that way uh, it was planned to fail even though it yeah. was there's something going on there there's something damn well going on because nor no one would do this in their right mind i can tell you that truly it it's yeah. uh, and my heart goes out in you know, there's still a lot of people, my neighbors, people who are following what we're doing. They're they're cheering us on, they're, and they give me, give me encouragement and everything. So the American spirit does live on, but there are a segment of people that they don't even care. They just, you know, want to. Yeah. I can't, I cannot. I have to say this. My Is life, it because they want to live their lives and it doesn't bother them because they're dealing with COVID? I mean, is is the distraction of COVID? Or is it the distraction that they're not connected to humanity? Well, I think we have narratives. People are watching, you know, you live in the world that you listen to nowadays. Yeah, uh, and, and, and the Afghan stories beyond your back to video games and, and whatever. And, uh, and right. so I, uh, I think it was uncomfortable for a few days. And now when I bring it up to some groups and people, they, 
what? There's still something going on. And I'm, I'm presenting next week at the American Translator Association uh, in the plenary session. And, uh, you know, a lot of people won't know this is even this story's going. So I, uh, I, I hope to, to bring it to light to them, you know, but uh, you, you mentioned the Northern Alliance. I mean, what do you, what do you know about uh, what's going on with them? Have you heard anything in country as far as I've heard that a lot of them been, have been, you know, repressed or a lot of damage done, but um, are they still functioning? Uh, I think there's an, there's an attempt, but I, I don't know of any, uh, any major rise up from them in recent mm-hmm. days. I know there was an, earlier on around the time of the airport collapse, mm-hmm. uh, they were doing it, but I'm not, I'm, I need to learn more. I haven't, Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, uh, you know, I'm losing my short-term memory actually. I'm, I'm, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of breaking down a little bit, I think physically mm-hmm. and mentally a little bit with this stuff. And, uh, Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, uh, so I haven't heard, but I'll, I'm going to check into it. How can people help your uh, effort financially and find out, or is there a website? Or is there a, any, how can any they reach things? you? Okay. Right. I mean, well, uh, you can, you can reach me or whatever. All right. You can reach me at my, um, uh, it, uh, I could give an email address. It's uh Masaka translation services, M A S A C A translation services at gmail.com. And uh, they're welcome to to reach me there. And uh, um, we're putting we've got a I've got a website that's being worked right now. We're not quite up yet, but we will. We're going to be doing a, a GoFundMe site. Mm. Uh, I have I haven't focused on the the funding part. Maybe like I should uh, because we there's two reasons. Number one, we we are thinking we were getting on fairly quick, and also the, the you either are working with a rescue group that has a funding base yeah. or else you've mm-hmm. got a million, a million dollars in hand. And uh, so we started an effort to try to get a million dollars in hand to, you know, to, to buy our way out with mercenaries. And, uh, and it was, it, it was going to be more effort than it took. And we were thinking that the, the rescue groups have actually come and, and we've come close with them a few times. So we, we said, let's keep it in that area. Now though, people are starving to death. So yeah, uh, and, and I'm having to fund a lot of this here. So we will need money and, and I will have to get on the ball and, and uh, do a GoFundMe site. And I'm also planning when I get back to Utah in a few days to, to try to find some big, big uh, don- donations uh, among the. It doesn't take a lot and it will go an incredible long way to help people. So uh, I would say, please, whatever you can do, it'll be incredibly helpful. And, uh, and I'm, I'm pitching in, you know, and I'm glad for that because, and, and here's the other thing too. These people are the most humble, yes. uh, appreciative people. So they, and they do not, actually, they really don't want to, to take, well, here's, by the way, here's another thing I'm doing is uh, in my translation business, I'm going to stand up a Pashto Dari uh, element now, right. and, and I'm going to hire my people mm. and, and they're going to earn their way. And uh, so I'm, and that's one of the reasons I'm going to the ET. I wasn't going to go to the conference this year, but I'm going and I'm going to um, uh, work on getting this group mainstreamed so that we can, and, and they'll be able to actually have something to do. Now, I hope we get them out before then. We might actually get a few here in a few days, possibly, but until they get out, I'll have, they'll have a job and with me and they'll be able to edit and, and translate and do stuff. Is your family supporting you, you know, more morally, spiritually in this endeavor? Yes, they, you know, they are. It's, it's hard. 
here it's it's really weird in this world to live uh i mean you're you're having to be a husband a father i'm trying to be a granddad i went to watch my kids so i'm sitting there watching my kids in cheerleading practice and i'm talking to my rescue group telling them to hang in there you know and and uh, we're going to get you funds and and you're going to be able to eat and and so it's the the warfare today is uh, you know, you're, and, and, and so to make that division in your life, yeah. to go watch a football game yesterday and then be, uh, you know, talking to a rescue team leader about, uh, or something, yes. it, it, it's the strangest world we live in. And, and, uh, uh, that gets tough and the family gets draining on my wife. Uh, you know, she wants her time and our family time. So we argued a bit about that today. Uh, but she's, uh, she loves these guys, but Still, we, we, she's, she's good. She says, we got to have a family, got to have a family time. So, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's dividing that line is, is extremely tough. It's got to be tough. Well, yeah. we hope you will come back and tell us more once you get further down the road as to what, what, uh, if you've been successful or what your challenges are, maybe. Roger that I'd, I'd be happy to, and we're hoping, hoping for success. And, and I want to thank you both for a, such a vital role. You're talking to a lot of my people actually in different ways my my shepherds and my and thank you for for being here and late tonight doing this for us